0: You're listening to Bariatric Life Podcast, a podcast about weight loss surgery. Chris and I are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. We are sharing our personal views and opinions only. Please always follow your doctor's advice. Follow us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and at Amanda's VSG. Thanks for listening and now on to the show. We are so excited to announce a new partnership with Titan Nutrition. They have proteins, vitamins, pre-workouts, and superfoods. Their proteins come in flavors like peanut butter fudge and snickerdoodle.
1: Mm, snickerdoodle is my favorite.
0: And they have 24 grams of protein.
1: Go to TitanNutrition.net and use code Bariatric life for 10% off your order and get free shipping. Again, that is TitanNutrition.net. And discount code Bariatric Life, all one word.
0: Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda.
1: And this is Chris.
0: And today we're talking about health coaching, but first we have some announcements.
1: You may hear chirps, peeps in the background. We are adding to our chicken flock. We have three chickens, very, very tiny ones. They're four days old. Five days old. Five, well, five now. Uh, in yes. our brooder. And uh, so if you hear chirping and peeps, that's that's them.
0: Hopefully you find it as adorable as we do. Yes. But we have to share our studio space, a.k.a. the garage, with <laughs> birds. Long pause.
1: Sorry. I had to burp, but I didn't want it to be loud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. The other update is... We never did update the running episode, mm-hmm. like we said we may or may not do. So I'm gonna do it now. Okay. And I realized that I fucking hate running. So I. This stopped. is brand new information. <laughs> so I stopped doing it. I made it to I think it was eight or nine weeks, and I was like, "This really sucks," and I'm out of breath, and I sweat,
1: and fuck all this,
0: and my boobs hurt. Yeah,
1: Your boobs, no, not mine
0: I didn't know my running made your boobs hurt
1: Well, it was something I didn't want to talk about But I have boob transference
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is brand- And
1: now I'm just making shit up
0: This is brand new information Yeah, so I stopped running because it sucks And I didn't like it And I do like walking So that's what I'm going to continue to do
1: Sounds like a plan
0: I tried it, realized I hated it, and I moved on with my life. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. So the real topic today is about health coaching. And I did a six-week program to get a certified health coach. uh, Certificate. Certificate.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I went through the Dr. Seal, Sears, Dr. Sears Wellness Institute.
1: Dr. Seal,
0: Sears.
1: So Se- Seal, you said Seal. I know. Now I picture a little Seal going,
0: oh, 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 with a stethoscope. Yes. That would be adorable. And a lab coat. And a lab coat.
1: And don't forget the pocket protector. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Dr. Sears Wellness Institute. It was a six-week program. I did the adults and seniors. Option They have many options. One of them is families, which I've kind of thought about taking that one as well. Okay, and pregnancy, which I don't care about, but there is an option since I've done the six week program to do a three week families program.
1: Okay,
0: so I've kind of thought about doing that a little bit, but anyway. It focuses on LEAN, L-E-A-N, which stands for lifestyle, exercise, attitude, and nutrition. Oh. Learned a lot about different bodily systems, like the cardiovascular system. Why Why are you smirking? I don't even know what there is to smirk about.
1: I'm just smiling.
0: You were smirking.
1: I'm sorry. Try to not smile or smirk in the future. It was
0: definitely a smirk. Um, Cardiovascular system, endocrine system. um, Learned a lot about blood sugar and how that affects weight and hunger.
1: Energy, mood.
0: Yeah. What else did we learn about? I learned how to do a pantry makeover.
1: Which, I'm excited to do that. Yeah. Especially as we're we're easing our way into spring now, and I'm not sure when this episode will air, but we've got a lot of shit to do for spring cleaning. And I think a, a pantry makeover will be conducive to that.
0: Well, I don't know that the kids will like a pantry makeover.
1: Well, fuck them.
0: Because it focuses on traffic like eating mm-hmm. so red foods yellow foods green foods and our pantry is full of red foods
1: oh i'm sure like two it, thirds of it is red
0: it's very similar to what noom has mm-hmm. on their program where you want to limit the red foods such as processed foods stuff that's
1: like sugar candy
0: pop-tarts less
1: nutritional value yeah.
0: And then you want to focus more on green foods and even yellow foods because, and it's not, it's not to say that they're good or bad foods. They're just cheap. They're just ones that you might want to limit in the red food category. But yeah, if we did a pantry makeover, the kids would just be tore up.
1: Well, I mean, they'll get over it. There's always food in this house. Sometimes you have to make it. Sometimes it's sweeter than others. But there's always food in this house.
0: That's true. But we do have a lot of red food. We do. When, it, when it comes to the kids, like, I don't eat a lot of red food.
1: No, I, I will admit to indulging in the occasional granola bar or packet of Pop-Tarts, but... Most of the time, no, I usually try to stick to like eating leftovers from the night before or, you know, something that's not uh, just obviously bad, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, it boils down to like convenience foods. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Tend to be red foods.
1: Yeah, if if I don't have to cook it or I can cook it quickly, then it's probably ultra-processed. It's probably got sugar or less nutritional value than something that takes time to prepare. Yeah. So, yeah, no, absolutely.
0: And I wonder, like, I do survive a lot on protein bars, and I wonder where they fall
1: They're They're probably probably, yellow. Yeah,
0: I was going to say yellow. Because they tend to not have a whole lot of sugar, and they're high in protein, Mm -hmm. hence the name protein bar. What? Yeah. Holy shit. But, so anyway, the class is broken down into six weeks, and you focus on a different thing each week. And there's a lot about how to coach, what to coach... And then uh, there's a test, a final exam you had to take that you have to pass in order to pass the class. And you have to make it 85% on everything in order to pass the class.
1: Including the final.
0: Including the final. And fun fact, if you don't pass the final, you can retake it for a fee. Interesting. Yep. However, you can only take it the one extra time. Oh okay and then you have access to they have a job opportunity list Mm -hmm. which I checked out the other day and a bunch of different resources they also have and I didn't know this going in which I don't know that I would have used it anyway but they have like pre-made websites too that you can buy really yeah
1: oh that's convenient
0: So, I decided that I'm going to do, as like a side gig, health coaching. Mm -hmm. So, we are accepting new clients, and it's called Butterfly Health Coach. The butterfly has several meanings for me. One, you start off as a... Caterpillar. I almost said an octopus.
1: No, that... Not even remotely close. No. (coughs)
0: No, not close at all start off as a caterpillar, turn into a big pile of goo, and then you become a beautiful butterfly. So transformation, and plus, Mm -hmm. I love butterflies. And whenever I see them, I think it's my grandmother visiting me, so I don't know how she would feel about health coaching. but. But anyway, butterflies are special to me. So it's Butterfly Health Coach. We're on Instagram at butterfly.healthcoach. And there is a website called
1: butterflyhealthcoach.com.com
0: Dot, Dot com. Yeah. So I'm hoping to start a little side gig with that.
1: Help people explore healthier ways to live. Yeah. And,
0: and it's basically what we learned was to meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. And to not push any one type of lifestyle on somebody that it has to be whatever they want to do. So Mm -hmm. if somebody is real big into Weight Watchers or Keto or Pescatarian, whatever, then I'm not pushing a high protein diet on somebody, I'm meeting them where they are in what they're doing. Because I'm a huge proponent of the high protein diet Mm -hmm. for obvious reasons bariatric reasons but that's not for everybody so all lifestyles and nutritional lifestyles are welcome if you want to just have a guide to help you have a healthier lifestyle then I'm here for it
1: and I've I've noticed like I I definitely need to have better discipline. It's not that I don't know what I'm eating is crap. It's that I acknowledge it, but I do it anyway. Yeah. And so I know for me, and in, in, in a health coaching, you know, type setting, that um, nudge to to be more disciplined is going to get me more. Or is going to be more impactful than just, you know, oh, these are the foods you eat, these are the foods you don't, this is what you need, bam, 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 check, check, check. Right. You know, for me, it's going to be a why did you choose this over that even though you knew this was a less or a poor choice.
0: Yeah. But that... The way you said that though sounds judgmental, and I'm
1: not going to be judgmental. No. Well, no, I, but I mean, in it, it, each person is is different. Like for me, I definitely need the brutal honesty, you know, unfiltered, uncensored type of of discipline or or coaching. Yeah. And there are there are other people that if you went in with it that same mentality, it would just absolutely be devastating.
0: That's how I am. Like right. if somebody had said that was a really poor choice that you made, I would probably cry.
1: Right. Versus <laughs> if somebody was like, Oh, that was a real shit choice you made. You know what? You're right, it was. I mean and and that's so I, I apologize. I wasn't trying to make it come off sounding judgmental, but like for me and my what I would look for in a health coach or in health coaching Is that brutal honesty. Call me out.
0: Interesting. So are you telling me to call you out from now on?
1: You always call me out.
0: But I try to do (laughs) it in a nice way.
1: You do. You do.
0: But maybe I should be more brutal.
1: I don't know that i go that far. I mean, it's it's a difference between a stranger being mean to me and my wife being mean to me.
0: You have been eating a lot of Whoppers lately.
1: And in my defense, I went years without eating them.
0: <laughs> I don't know that that's a defense.
1: It's not, but <laughs> I wanted them, and they're only a 15-minute drive.
0: That's a long drive for a Whopper.
1: But it's so fucking delicious.
0: They are delicious. I enjoy the Junior Whopper myself.
1: And maybe so... Maybe that's a choice I make. Instead of getting the double Whopper, Texas Whopper with cheese and jalapenos and bacon and everything else, it's probably going to kill me in my sleep. Maybe i go with a Junior Whopper. No bacon, no cheese. Something of baby steps.
0: Baby steps are important.
1: Right. I mean, it's, you know, for me, I'm a creature of habit. And... If you tell me I have to completely change something, then I'm going to fight you every step of the way.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: But if it's, let's take this step, let's take that step, I'm far more likely to be accommodating (laughs) or go with the flow. Yeah.
0: So I am now a certified health coach, Mm -hmm. accepting new clients, and kind of looking for other opportunities As far as I've been eyeballing some jobs and stuff just to see what's what and maybe get out of corrections, but I don't know.
1: Well, and there's also a master's class option with this, isn't there?
0: There is, and I've been struggling whether or not I want to take it. Okay. And I have a pros and cons list. Of why I should versus why I shouldn't take it. Right now, the pros are outweighing the cons.
1: They outnumber the cons, but do they outweigh the cons?
0: Oh, that's a very good point. I'm not sure. Okay. I have until, well, I don't know when I have until, honestly, because if people sign up for it, then I might just be SOL, but.
1: No yeah. open spots.
0: Yeah. So the master class is more focused on like motivational interviewing, um, the psychology of behavior change, Mm -hmm. and it's an eight-month program. There is a live component where you have to actually go to class once a week for two hours. And the option that I'm looking at, there's a wednesday night class which Mm -hmm. is good because there typically aren't hockey games on wednesday that we watch (laughs) so so that's a pro in that i won't miss hockey um but you're only in the eight month class you're only allowed to miss two of those live classes which i don't i don't see why i would miss unless there is like some kind of Emergency, but
1: well, I I think a lot of the times they do that so that to avoid the fresh college freshman mentality that, like, your freshman year of college oh, I don't have to go to class, then I'm not going to, yeah. And then you show up for the test and you're like, I don't know any of this, maybe I should have gone to class,
0: yeah.
1: I think they do that to protect their success rate but also like hey if you're going to do the class do the class Yeah,
0: but it's been a long time since I've had to go to like a live class even in my master's program like my master's degree Mm. I didn't have live classes it was all online so I'm kind of plus it's at 7 o'clock at night and man I'm usually asleep at Mm. like 7.30 so that might be a problem for me And for some reason, like, only being able to miss two classes in eight months, like, concerns me.
1: Well, and I'm sure, though, that extenuating circumstances is probably going to be unallowable deviation, if that makes sense. Like, if you miss one and then you miss another because there... was a family emergency and then you miss a third one like okay but we're grown ass people. Right. We have families, we have jobs, we have careers, we have stuff going on in our life.
0: Yeah. So I don't I don't know if I can if I feel up to making that kind of commitment to two hours a week of a live class. I think that's really the part that's
1: keeping you on the fence. Yeah,
0: keeping me questioning. Some of the other things that I'm just, I guess I'm starting with the cons list. <laughs> is that, like, I have a master's degree in emergency management. And I am not working in emergency management. So I also feel like, what if I get this master health coach certification and I don't use it but at the same time when I was looking at job opportunities um, most of them required board certification which Mm -hmm. this class leads to board certification so in order to work for most companies I would need to have the board certification so I mean, that's a pro, I guess. Mm-hmm. That I could have the the certification, but I'm concerned that I won't use the
1: certification. Well, I mean, you you look at my dad. My dad has a master's degree in accounting, and he worked in HR for thirty plus years. Yeah. You know, or in OSHA related stuff has absolutely nothing to do with accounting. Literally nothing.
0: I didn't know he had a master's. I thought yeah. he just had a bachelor's. I'm pretty sure he has a master's. You
1: know, and before that, he was field artillery in the army. Again, now that one actually does kind of have a, you know, segue into HR.
0: I don't know. I just, I struggle mentally with having. A degree that I don't use which that degree is so different from my bachelor's which is in criminal justice I am working in the criminal justice system right now so I feel like I'm using that knowledge mm-hmm. and that education but when I wasn't working in that field I felt like here's these two degrees that I have and I'm not working in the field. And that's just, that's something that I struggle with quite a bit.
1: But I mean, there's the knowledge you gain, the experience you gain just going through the process. I mean, I, I completed several different, um, training classes and certifications. Like I have a Dale Carnegie certificate and I got that when I worked in retail, and it does help me in my day-to-day life. I don't necessarily connect the dots that, oh, this is where that came from, but if you have those credentials, like, it, it is going to influence the way you interact with people in your daily life, whether you realize it or not, and it's not, in my opinion, a credential earned is never money or time wasted.
0: That's true. Um, and with the motivational interviewing and the psychology of behavior change, that plays a huge part in what I do now, which mm-hmm. is substance abuse treatment for convicted felons. And that would be a huge benefit to what I do Mm -hmm. currently
1: and if you went into something that was an emergency management type situation knowing the psychology of how people would react in certain scenarios with certain resource scarcity or availability can help with planning and management of an emergency so I mean it's If you look at it, everything can eventually tie back into something that you do. Yeah. Or may want to do.
0: Yeah, and it... And then I think, like, okay, so let's say I do have board board certification. That test will probably be crazy, so what if I don't pass it? And then... Then
1: just retake it.
0: Yeah, I guess. But I would, like, feel bad about myself if I didn't pass it on the first try but then let's say I go into health coaching then I'm gonna have that mind fuck of well now I'm not using my bachelor's or my master's (laughs) like I just I put a lot of I don't know if it's pressure or what I would call it but into this education that I have and not utilizing it
1: you feel like it was money or time wasted because you're not actively exercising what you learned
0: yeah i do very much so
1: okay so you know how to sew like buttons and stuff
0: i mean
1: kind of and on a sewing machine But when was the last time you pulled out the sewing machine? No, it's been a minute. In fact, I will give you $100 if you can lay your hands on it in less than 30 seconds. (laughs) I know exactly where it is.
0: It's been a while since I've sewed.
1: Okay, so do you feel like that knowledge, that ability is time wasted learning to do that?
0: In a way, I do. Yeah. Why? Because I'm not actively creating
1: okay but you have the self-assurance and comfort of knowing that if something happened and you had to sew something you could do it
0: I mean that's not something that like keeps me warm and fuzzy at night
1: (laughs) I get what you're saying. Not everything has to be life or death. You're going to save humanity or save a life.
0: I get what you're saying. You are
1: really not going where I'm trying to steer you.
0: (laughs) No, I I get what you're saying. It's fucking up the flow. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) But like, that's just something that I've struggled with ever since
1: i I understand that, and
0: shit, ever since I was in my early twenties mm-hmm. and I went to a bartending class and spent money on it, and then never bartended a day in my life. The class was fun, I learned a lot, but I never bartended, and that was like the first time I got like a certificate or an educational something or other. Because I got that before I got my bachelor's. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I have felt like
1: it's a waste. But see, and we've talked about this before, but like, that's one of the things I admire about you. is You're willing to go and, and try new things and, and try new fields. Try this, try that. Oh, I I didn't like this or yeah, I completed this, but you know what? I I just don't want to do it long term. I I've worked in IT for almost 25 years now. And I can't or am unwilling to even consider changing fields. So you see it as time and money wasted. I see it as um courage to step out and try new things, which I mean, even with like bariatric surgery, like that takes a lot of courage to go and do that because it's a permanent thing. It's a permanent change.
0: Well, and you had mentioned the other day when we were kind of going through this stuff, because we've been talking about this. The master class for a while mm-hmm. and whether or not I want to do it but there's always the my parents in the background
1: right, right. and I was trying to not call them out but yeah no I, I think their voices are a serious mindfuck. yeah and I was really trying not to but um don't Listen to that particular voice from them in the back of your head.
0: Well, and just to be a a little more clear on what we're talking about, in the past, they've been like, oh, Amanda's doing another class. You know, we see how bartending went. And they just make little comments like that that have really stuck in my head and oh, she got a paralegal certificate. It's kind of like the bartending certificate and she never did anything with it. I mean, I have
1: I have a theory behind that but I don't know that it's necessarily podcast discussion appropriate.
0: Well, now I'm curious.
1: Well, I I don't know if your parents listen and I definitely don't want an angry phone call and
0: they don't know the name of the podcast. Oh,
1: and yet, Lori's been on. Right. <laughs> but I mean, maybe it's a it stems from a position of envy or jealousy. I mean, Tony has a high school degree. Lori, does Lori have a GED? mm Okay. And you have certificate, certificate, bachelor's, master's, certificate... Maybe. It's just a thought.
0: But something that my therapist pointed out on my last session was that she said it,
1: Shit, I use names. That's okay. Mm-mm.
0: Nobody, I mean, you didn't say last names.
1: Oh, that's true. Nobody knows.
0: There's a bunch of Tony's yeah, in the good, world. Good point. Okay. Um, but my therapist said, It sounds like you really enjoyed learning. Mm-hmm. and the conversation was in regards to our middle child who isn't doesn't isn't doing well in school right now
1: is it doing anything in school
0: <laughs> well, that's true
1: literally zero 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 thirty
0: two yeah so that's so it was like compare and contrast basically where I value learning and education and I'm getting really upset with her because it appears that she doesn't mm-hmm. value those same things and but the, my point is is how she had said it sounds like you enjoy learning and I was like I really do
1: so then I mean why can't learning be a hobby? I've got flight, you've got learning. Why can't, why can't learning new shit be a hobby? Like who, who is the hobby king or queen? Who's the one that officially decides what a hobby is or isn't? Let's go talk to them. Like learning can be a hobby. You
0: just blew my mind i try. Like, seriously.
1: Why can't it be a hobby? People have all kinds of different things that they enjoy doing that aren't necessarily relevant to their career or daily life, but it's something they enjoy doing. And that's, I think, like, Webster's definition of a hobby. So, you want to learn this? Go learn it. You want to learn that? Go learn it. That can, if it's something you enjoy, then, again, it's never time or money wasted.
0: You have for real, like, blown my mind. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could help. Live, mind-blowing. mind,
1: blowing. <laughs> mind. M-I-N-D. We don't, don't need any people reporting our podcast.
0: For what? I don't get it. Never mind. <laughs> but you make a good point. I do enjoy learning and still holding me back is the Wednesday night class
1: mm-hmm.
0: as, a, as an obstacle to, for me. Only because I just want to go to bed. Right. But yeah. Maybe I just... <coughs> make learning a hobby.
1: If it's something you enjoy doing. If it brings you a sense of happiness or fulfillment.
0: Well, and I do tend to... Try things. hmm Like... I was... Gonna develop a hobby... Where there was a free class for knitting to learn how to knit. And me and my co-worker were going to go. But then work kept getting in the way and we never could. So I never did learn how to knit. But I do just try random shit. Right. Or attempt to try random shit.
1: And what's wrong with that?
0: Yeah. Like, mean,
1: there's nothing wrong with trying new stuff and... If that's your hobby is to try new things and learn new things, like, who who is anyone to say, well, that's not a good hobby?
0: Yeah. I
1: mean, you're not Dexter. You're not killing criminals.
0: That's true.
1: So, like, as far as hobbies go, you could do a lot worse.
0: And, like, some of the people I work with, my hobby isn't doing drugs.
1: Right. Your hobby's not meth or fentanyl. Yeah. So, like I said, as far as hobbies go, there are a lot worse things you could choose. Turning tricks down on 2nd Avenue. Probably not a good hobby.
0: But a pretty decent side gig for some extra pocket cash.
1: True. And, unfortunately, however, in Tennessee, it is still illegal. (laughs) We would have to move to Vegas.
0: Or at least Nevada. I don't know that it's legal in Nevada, either.
1: So, technically, you're paying for the time for a companion. And, whatever happens, you're not necessarily paying for a service other than their companionship. Why do
0: you... Is that like Nevada's law? Yes. And why do you know so much about it?
1: It's a long story. Long pause.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I still haven't made a decision about whether or not to take the master class.
1: I think you should. You've been
0: saying that all along. Yes. Yeah,
1: and I'm a cheap bastard, so long pause. So
0: what does you being a cheap bastard have to do with anything? the
1: The cost of the program should not be a factor or consideration.
0: Yeah.
1: Sorry, I just happened to glance at the cons list and saw that, and was trying to. Year.
0: <laughs> so learning is my hobby
1: yeah
0: and I that's like okay it. I like it I, I like that
1: I am happy to teach you about Nevada's prostitution laws
0: I don't want to learn about that <laughs> I have no desire
1: <coughs>
0: if All I'm right. being honest
1: alright then how about Texas nope <laughs> Texas has a whorehouse in it.
0: Lord have mercy on my soul. (laughs) So speaking of whorehouses in Texas, and going back to the chicks, our existing or our grown chickens have names from the movie Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, which is a Dolly Parton film and is amazing. So when we got these chickens... I said they had to have another Dolly Parton film name. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I stole names from Steel Magnolias.
1: Mm -hmm. Which Which I have never seen.
0: Chris has never seen. And I'm pretty sure we own. And I might have to make you watch it. And I've seen it approximately 536 times. Mm -hmm. And every time I cry. And so these chickens, which have been pretty quiet during this...
1: Well, I'm looking at them. They're asleep, so it's they were up running around earlier, and now it's chicken nap time. Good,
0: but these chickens are Truvy, Clary, and Weeza.
1: And Clary is my new favorite. Maybe she will love me in the way that Birdie never did. Yeah. Be my little chicken friend. Sit on my shoulder, and not try to peck my eyes out
0: so the name Bertie excuse me came from Burt Reynolds who yes. was in that film there's not a character named Bertie but there was Burt Reynolds and yep. so she became Bertie
1: and then Dolly ended up being a rooster which was very confusing
0: yes and I wanted to have Dolly 2.0 but we opted not to yeah So, all our chickens have Dolly Parton film, movie names.
1: And they're adorable.
0: And they just say cheap and I love them. Yes.
1: But now we have to get a bigger chicken coop and eventually we'll have enough eggs to give away to neighbors again.
0: Yep. So, we start off talking about chickens and we end talking about chickens. And there's still no clarity on the master health coach class. Just take the program.
1: (laughs) Just do it. You will enjoy it. You will enjoy learning things.
0: That's true. All right. Till next time, folks.
1: Have fun. See you. Bye. Bye.